welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and everyone else all over the world. But if not, keep working on it, and remember, being sincere love to all God's children and all God's creation is a lifelong process for all of us something that we all have to work on till the day we leave this earth. And since most of us can't predict that day, we should make every effort to be loved now. And to love one another is not so hard when we focus our attention on our mighty I Am Presence. Because our mighty I Am Presence is the spirit of the living God dwelling within us and the spirit of the living God is love. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life. And y'all be loved. Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent, I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached, to save those who believe. Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards, not many were influential, not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things, and the things that are not, to nullify the things that are, so that no one may boast before Him. It is because of Him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. 1 Corinthians 1:17-31. And so it was with me, brothers and sisters. When I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. 
No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him, these are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God but considers them foolishness, and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments, for, who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2 Isis Unveiled, Chapter 15 In days of old, in 1876, the world believed in centrifugal force, and the Newtonian theory, which explained the flattening of the poles by the rotary motion of the earth around its axis, was orthodox. Upon this hypothesis, the greater portion of the globular mass was believed to gravitate toward the equator, and in its turn the centrifugal force, acting on the mass with its mightiest power, forced this mass to concentrate itself on the equator. Thus, is it that the credulous scientists believed the Earth to rotate around its axis, for, were it otherwise, there would exist no centrifugal force, and without this force there could be no gravitation toward the equatorial latitudes. It has been one of the accepted proofs of the rotation of the Earth, and it is this deduction, with several others, that the Berlin professor declares that in common with many other scientists, he rejects. Is it not ridiculous, gentlemen, he concludes, that we, confiding in what we were taught at school, have accepted the rotation of the earth around its axis as a fact fully demonstrated, while there is nothing at all to prove it, and it cannot be demonstrated? Is it not cause of astonishment that the scientists of the whole educated world, commencing with Copernicus and Kepler, should have begun by accepting such a movement of our planet, and then three and a half centuries later be searching for such proofs? But alas! Though we search, we find none, as was to be expected. All, all is vain. H. P. Blavatsky And thus it is that at one stroke the world loses its rotation, and the universe is bereaved of its guardians and protectors, the centrifugal and centripetal forces. Nay, ether itself, blown out of space, is but a fallacy, a myth born of a bad habit of using empty words, the sun is a pretender to dimensions to which it was never entitled, the stars are twinkling dots, and were so expressly disposed at considerable distances from one another by the creator of the universe, probably with the intention that they should simultaneously illumine the vast spaces on the face of our globe, says Dr. Schopfer. And is it so, that even three centuries and a half have not sufficed the men of exact science to construct one theory that not a single university professor would dare challenge? If astronomy, the one science built on the adamantine foundation of mathematics, the one of all others deemed as infallible and unassailable as truth itself, 
can be thus irreverently indicted for false pretenses, what have we gained by cheapening Plato to the profit of the Babinets? How, then, do they venture to flout at the humblest observer who, being both honest and intelligent, may say he has seen a mediumistic, or magical phenomenon? And how dare they prescribe the limits of philosophical inquiry, to pass beyond which is not lawful? And these quarreling hypotheses still arraign as ignorant and superstitious those giant intellects of the past, who handled natural forces like world-building titans, and raised mortality to an eminence where it allied itself with the gods. Strange fate of a century boasting to have elevated exact science to its apex of fame, and now invited to go back and begin its ABC of learning, again. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 15 Since you are moving in the atmosphere that is loaded with hate, and the filth and the discord of mankind, and you do not like it, well then, it is reasonable to suppose that you will turn your attention to your mighty I Am Presence and to us, and receive the power to change the condition. If you are hungry and you need to go buy food, you go to the grocery store or the restaurant, and you have no difficulty in gathering what you want to fulfill your requirement. And since the world must have the fire of our love in order to be purified from its hate, then those of you who understand this law can call that forth into outer action and should have no trouble feeling the manifestation and watching it perform the miracles in the physical world. I want you to know how near is the miracle power of the universe. I want you to know what you can have just by turning your attention to your presence and to us, and making the call. I think life is very wonderful in the ways and means it has provided to lift mankind out of the deliberately chosen, self-created distress and degradation and dishonor. Life is very good to you, dear ones, very good to you. Life is far better to mankind than mankind are to life. There is no such thing as an innocent misuse of life. Everyone deals with life every instant of eternity, and always will. Therefore, if you choose to turn your attention and your love to your mighty I am presence and to our life in the secret love star, I assure you, our life will come back to you with all the blessings at our command, and each of you could abide in a world of the light and the sacred fire from the secret love star. You can have it in your homes, in your minds, your bodies, your worlds, your business, you could move insulated in that at all times, if you choose to make the call. So, in entering into this explanation tonight, it is with the hope that you may become more and more aware of the magnificent beings from the secret love star, whose love to the earth could melt mankind's human creation almost overnight, if the mass of the people knew and would love and call to the source, that can set them free. Beloved Messenger Number 1 Life is full of miracle powers, and we have offered them day after day after day, through these dictations, and the great angelic host and the cosmic beings and the ascended ones offered you solution after solution of your outer problems. You have had blessing after blessing without limit, and there is an infinite amount more. There's no limitation to the blessings of the universe. There is nothing to say you nay, when you come through love. All it takes is for you to open the door from your side of life by love to the greater life, to have a everything the greater life has to flood into your world, and make you master over the limitations. You will never find a substitute for the greater life and the greater love of those beings who are the guardians of the earth and the saviors of mankind. You may search the world over. 
You may think for eternity, and unless love from the unfed flame in your heart comes to the greater life in the universe, the greater activity of the sacred fire, the expanding power of life cannot go on. The natural expansion of the unfed flame in your hearts, which is the expansion of the perfection of the universe from within your own life, cannot go on without the assisting love of the greater life. So, since you have been held within the glory and the blessings of the secret love star ever since the mighty Saint Germain brought this light forth, you have been cradled, as it were, within the light rays and the sacred fire of our love. If you will call it into action in and around yourselves, and then demand that its authority be the only authority in the outer world of mankind, that hate may cease to be and the shadows of human distress be annihilated, then your willingness to draw that into outer action will automatically perfect you and your world. Your world has to be perfected by the sacred fire of our love, and if it were not so, you would have been perfected long ago. It matters not who wants to do it or who doesn't want to. It doesn't make any difference who agrees with us or doesn't agree with us. There's only one thing that can stop distress and put perfection in its place forever, and that is the sacred fire of eternal love. Applause. Thank you precious ones. Beloved messenger number one.